Welcome to episode 35 of the Truth and Dare podcast. This episode is sponsored by the 30-Day Book Club Challenge, where together we are bringing words to life through sisterhood. For more about the book club, you can check out the show notes of today's episode, or you can head on over to our website, truthanddaremovement.com. Before we get started, we are going to share again our favorite time of the week, which is the review of the week. This week's review of the week comes from C. Stone Cipher. C. Stone Cipher says, My heart. I love this podcast, and it couldn't have come at a better time in my life. Promotion at work, being pulled to and fro, and love life shenanigans. Allie and Carly are the best friends I'm lacking right now, and two great people I'd like to meet. Thank you so much for that awesome review. We would love to meet you too. Maybe we'll see you at our retreat in the future. Who knows? Um, If you want to be the review of the week, please head on over to iTunes and just drop us some love. Say whatever you want. Get crafty. um, Get creative. We love reading them and they really help this community grow. They help us um, touch more people and it's uh, really an important part um, of the process for us. So thank you so much as always. And uh, let's get this episode going, talking about the book club challenge. Welcome to Truth and Dare, a podcast dedicated to female empowerment through living our truth and daring to change. Hi, I'm Carly Talbot. And I'm Allie Van Fossen. Okay, Tad Tribe, we are back and Carly and I are recording this podcast episode pretty much right up until the actual release date. And it's the morning of our book club challenge going live. And so our slug in the honey this morning, I think is the same for both of us in that we're just feeling all the feels of launching our first program together. There's a lot of excitement, anxiety, nerves, and everything that you can imagine that comes with something that you spend months and months creating. And then to see it come to fruition is hard to put into words. Um, But I guess all the feels is what I'm feeling right now. And of course, with any launch comes mistakes and errors. So we're just finding all of the places that we uh, messed up and trying to fix them as quickly as possible. So it's just everything that comes with launching an online product or like in real life, a similar product, I imagine. But Carl, how are you feeling? This is your first program you've done. I know. It's so weird. I'm feeling super excited. I know that our heart is fully invested in this. And it's something we wanted to do and have talked about for such a long time that to see it come to life is kind of surreal. Um, But I'm also nervous. And it's just a new way of putting myself out there and uh, seeing how people react to it and all those fears and feelings that like to creep up. But I think most of all, I'm super pumped. And I just can't wait to get things started and to bring people in and do it with the community. Absolutely. So today's podcast episode is an entire rant on why we decided to create a book club challenge, which will eventually lead into a book club membership community that we read one book every single month for an entire year. But we want to backtrack and share why we started it in the first place. So I think for both of us, or I know for both of us, we love reading. We always have. However, there was this pivotal moment where our reading went from fiction 
to a different world of books, but we were both avid readers of some of the very classical favorites like Gossip Girl and Harry Potter and Lord of the Rings and Nicholas Sparks, The Hunger Games, The Girl with the Dragon Tattoo, and Fifty Shades of Grey, just to name a few. And there were so many years of our friendship that we went and saw movies together and talked about fiction and shared our fiction books and really connected around reading and diving into this magical world. I mean, Carl, do you remember any like vivid memories of our friendship Mm -hmm. and our other girlfriends and just loving reading together? Oh my gosh, yes. In college, we used to pass around the same books in this circle of like six of us. Specifically, I remember that but I think it was Dear John or something. With oh, Miley Cyrus, right? right? Was she yeah. in it? Was it she was... in the movie? I don't remember. No, I don't. Maybe. Anyway, it doesn't matter. But we would like pass around these love stories or we definitely were all binge reading The Hunger Games. Went to see that when it came out. Um, I remember really just anytime somebody had a good book and most of the time they were just sort of like your stereotypical romance mystery, maybe a you know book series, something like that. But it definitely, we all love to read. We all did. So that was something we really shared over the years. Yeah. And I think about five years ago for you and I, when we both had these life-changing moments is when our love for reading shifted and transitioned into the world of self-help, spirituality, and personal development. And a lot of you guys, if you tune in each week, you know that big shift that happened five years ago. But for new listeners, uh, we'll just take a moment to reflect. For me, Allie here, that was when I dove straight into the yoga practice and became a yoga teacher. And during my yoga teacher training, we had a few different books assigned to us. One for me was Wisdom of Yoga, Meditations from the Mat by Rolf Gates, um, Light on Life by BKS Iyengar. So this was a whole new world for me to not read fiction. And it was tough. It was difficult. Some of those books embarrassingly took almost a year or more to finish. But I could feel this shift happening in my life um, as I drew more inward and reflected on who I was and who I was becoming, and books were a big part of that shift. And I know, Carl, you had a really similar experience too right around the same time I was going to yoga teacher training. Yeah, I did. I also went through like a total transformation, and i that's when Gabby Bernstein's book Spirit Junkie pretty much just like fell off the shelf and into my life through a divine intervention, I really believe. But Um, That book totally changed my life. And I think for so many reasons, just where I was at that time, what I was experiencing, my age, the content. um, And it was the very first time I had ever read a book that talked about these theories, self-love, meditation, healing, pain. I had never read a book like that before. I had dabbled prior, but they never connected because the concepts were so hard for me to grasp. So this was a book that was written in my language at the time. And um, it was completely transformative for me. So yeah, I mean, Allie and I both, we had these experiences, right? Like five years ago, we started reading these books. We're like, holy shit, these are incredible. So I'm going to buy more of them. So over the course of those five years, which bring us to today, we spent 
so much time continuing to purchase these books, not necessarily read the books, who are certainly buying them. Because as all of you know who are a part of this community, once you start to to dip your toe into the world of spirituality and personal growth and development, it's really hard to get out. It's like a roller coaster. You just like start going as fast as you can. So we're getting really excited. And I know personally, I start buying all these books. I buy every single book that Gabby ever wrote right off the bat. I'm like, okay, well, she's basically my guru. So I buy all her books. Then I buy literally A Course in Miracles, which is actually like a Bible. It's like thousands of pages thick (laughs) on top of uh, Louise Hay books, Khalil Gibrar. I was reading about the, the World Tapping Institution. And the problem wasn't that I wasn't uh, didn't have enough material. I had plenty of material. The problem was that I was doing all of this by myself and I kept hitting these blocks. Like I would get out of Course in Miracles and I would literally read like a three sentences. I'm not even kidding. Maybe a paragraph. And I would be so fucking mind blown that I was like, wait, I need somebody to talk to this about. Like, I don't even think I'm processing this the right way. I would just have to close it. And I understand it's an extreme book, but this kept happening to me where I would work through these books and I would just hit these blocks and just feel like I couldn't keep going. It was too much. I mean, I remember working through this 40-day, whatever Gabby's book is, it's like 40-day miracle book. I don't remember the title. And typing out, going through all the answers and keeping them at this thing on my computer and trying to review them. And it was just, it was so hard. And I don't know if you experienced that, Allie, but from like the time I discovered self-help to throughout those five years was like a really big struggle to really understand what I was even doing, I guess. Absolutely. I know for me, I started diving into Eckhart Tolle as well, The Power of Now and A New Earth, which he is so incredibly popular for. And I could not get through The Power of Now. I would pick it up. I would read part of a chapter and I just felt overwhelmed with what he was trying to teach and convey and share. And Ultimately, that kept repeating itself, that same process of picking up a book, attempting to understand the material, and not being able to really process it. And if I did actually get through the book, I think oftentimes the message didn't really sink in clearly because the concepts are just so intense, right? Like these are world masters, world gurus, internationally renowned people who have devoted their life to the study of personal development, growth, you know. So it makes yeah. sense that we're not understanding we're like 26 year old girls like, but I just think I don't know what's going on. Somebody help, send help. So essentially, I remember the biggest wake up call for me was reading Light on Life by BKS Iyengar. And it really blew my mind how much I was learning about the yoga practice and studies outside of my yoga teacher training, but I couldn't finish it. It was like over a year of it sitting on my nightstand. And I was like, what the fuck is up with me? I can read an entire Harry Potter book, 800 pages in one night, and I can't read this 300-page book for the life of me. And so it was in these moments of frustration and challenge and wanting to grow and deepen our knowledge of ourselves that Carly and I started connecting and talking about our books more and like sharing what we were reading and what we were thinking about it. Even if we weren't reading the same book, 
a lot of the principles and messages line up. So I think it was in these first few moments of us sharing that it became really apparent when we read books and we connect about the central message, we get so much more out of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I remember when we would talk in the morning on the way to work, we started sharing the books that we were reading together or not even reading together, but both reading. Sometimes they were the same book. Um, and I remember that we started getting so excited when we would tell each other about these books because there was this connection and this shared experience of reading together. Um, particularly I remember I was reading Love Warrior and you had just read it and it was almost like a soap opera, like what's going to happen with Glennon's husband? Oh my gosh. And we would talk about it in the morning. And um, this was just so profound because, you know, Allie and I were connecting in a deeper way in our friendship. And also this was the first time where we were able to really process what we were reading in a bigger way and it allowed us to feel so much more satisfied with the reading experience. It gave us the support of having the other person to talk about. And I know for me, it gave me the motivation to keep reading because I, if I knew Allie was reading and like I knew we wanted to talk about it, then I didn't want to be the one who wasn't reading. Um, I don't know if you felt that way. But. No, I definitely felt that way. And you know, Carly and I would be on the way to work and we would be talking about these books and we'd be able to like process it and break it down and say like, well, how can we apply that to our relationships with our moms, with our husbands and boyfriends, with our friends, with our coworkers, with ourselves. And it was finally like all the light bulbs were turning on for one another And yeah, like you said, it had this greater capacity to motivate me to finish a damn book finally and like actually read it thoroughly too, Mm -hmm. like actually process the material that the author was trying to teach you. So um, it was in these moments of like synchronistic thinking, just bouncing off one of off each other that finally I said to Carly, we need to start a damn book club Mm -hmm. like Other people must be out there buying these books, wanting to dive into self-help and personal development, spirituality, and they feel lost and they can't get through these books and they can't process the material. And we need to come together as sisters and start a damn book club. Mm -hmm. I remember you were like, hey, once Truth and Dare like kicks off, we should start a book club and like just do it. You know, maybe people want to be a part of it. I was like, yeah, shit. And if nobody wants to, at least we're at least we're finally reading, right? Yes, yes. So that's a little backstory on why we love to read and how we got to this conclusion of why a book club is so necessary for us and we believe you as well, the listeners. So let's kind of dive into the book club challenge is centered around Big Magic by Elizabeth Gilbert. That is our first choice for what we are reading together. And we know it's a wildly popular book and that you might have already read it, but Carly and I have now read it again for a second time. And the conclusion is that we could keep reading this book over and over at different stages of our creative life and glean wisdom in a new way because you change and you grow and you evolve. So if you've already read it, stick with us. We totally endorse you reading it again. (laughs) Definitely. And I I know that about two years, I guess it was two birthdays ago, Ali gifted me this book, um, Big Magic, for my birthday with this little note in it that was like, let's create. And I think it was the very beginning talks of 
I don't even know if truth and dare was a thing yet, but we knew we were on the same page. So she gifted me this book for my birthday. And um, I know that it was really profound for you the first time that you read it, which is probably why you gave it to me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I was reading it as a baby blogger and I felt, as many of you know, really stuck in the fear zone. Like I couldn't move forward with my ideas and actually manifest them into reality. I was so overwhelmed and just stricken by fear. And Liz Gilbert, if you guys choose to join, which you better, um, she really breaks it down for you and unpacks what it means to be a creative and the different spiral of emotions that you end up going through on the creative journey. And it helped me just move forward. That was really what I needed. I needed that push and that confidence to move forward and to know that I wasn't alone. And so, yeah, when I gifted it to you, I don't think Truth and Dare was on the burner yet. And so I'm interested how you feel about reading it the second time now that you are this online business owner, entrepreneur, and you are creating. Yeah. So the first thing that the the real, re- I mean, there's so many reasons why we wanted to share this book with you guys. So Number one, and this was really profound for me, is that it really helps you understand what creativity is and what it is to you personally. In a sense, Liz completely redefines creativity. And she she says this beautiful thing. She says that the universe buries strange jewels deep within us all. And then it stands back to see if we can find them. And the hunt to uncover those jewels, that's creative living. And I loved it because when Ali gave me the book... Um, the first time, honestly, I loved it and I read it, but I, I had a hard time um, getting past this, I, understanding where I fit into in the creative world. I honestly didn't even consider myself to be creative at that point, which now is like so laughable. I can't believe I ever boxed myself in like that. But um, the second time I read it, we were deep into Truth and Dare, and This book really gave me the courage to not only embark on my own creative journey, but it allowed me to fully understand that I am a creative. It allowed me to see myself as a creative. And that was something really profound for me and something I had never experienced before because um, as well, you know, I'm sure we'll dive into this a little more, but what Liz says and what so many other, you know, uh, thought leaders talk about now too is that creativity has nothing to do with the arts. Creativity is living to up to your highest expression as a person, aka following your truth, which as you guys know, is the most important thing to Ali and I. And so that is has been was and continues to be the biggest light bulb moment for me that I am a creative um, simply by living the life that I'm meant to live and whatever that entails. So it's pretty profound. Yeah. And for me, the first time reading it, I fell in love with the analogy that we've repeated here so many times and quoted her about how Liz breaks down that fear is part of the partnership with creativity. Like you can't separate the two, but that you have to envision you're in the car, you're on a road trip, fear has to sit in the back seat. You guys know this. It can't choose the snacks, the radio station. It can't touch the map. It can't make any decisions. 
It's just there to gently push you forward. And for me, the last four years, continuing to push myself forward, even when I was scared shitless of what I was doing. Um, And now with our sailing trip that we leave on in, I think, around four weeks to this date, (laughs) again, it's like fear is this lovingly loving reminder to keep going forward into the discomfort of the journey. And so her analogy of fear is what really helped me move my past, move past my fear, which was like paralyzing in the beginning. I mean, it was ridiculous. I was afraid of the computer. And she really helps put all of that type of stuff into perspective in a way that is so soothing and nurturing, but at the same time, laughable and motivating. And she's a genius with words. She's an artist with words and how she just articulates the life of a creative, which everyone listening, you are a creative, really makes you think and unpack how you've identified yourself your whole life. So for those of you who might be in fear, whatever your fear might be, trust us. Liz has a way with words and she will help you move through and uh, face those fears in a really awesome way. Yeah, I love that. And you know, that's our favorite analogy of all time. (laughs) We've only repeated it a thousand times. Again, I just want to take a brief moment and say, Liz Gilbert, if you're listening, if somehow someone sent you this podcast episode, We want to invite you to our sleepover party, and (laughs) you're so welcome. Raya is welcome, too, your wife, and whoever else you want to bring, like Glennon, Brene Brown, um, just like the whole posse. Bring them all. Allie and I keep like this imaginary running list of who's invited to this, who's invited to our sleepover party, and every time we meet someone cool, we're like, they're invited to the sleepover for sure. So anyway, anyway, getting off topic. Um... Another cool thing that Liz does in the book that I think we know you guys will get a lot out of when you join the challenge and you read through it is she helps us understand our ideas in the in her in her world and in our in the world that we're all living in. She has this theory that ideas um, we don't create them; they come to us, and they are their own energetic life force, and they need a human being to be made manifest and to come to life. They're not of human origin. Um, they're of magical origin and they sort of float around and then they find the person that they think can bring them to life. And if that person cannot bring them to life and the idea has the freedom to jump to somebody else who can. Um, when it comes to inspiration ideas, Liz always says in the book that there are no rules. They can do whatever they want and the, it's on us to bring them forward. And if we don't, we can't get mad if they leave and go to somebody else who's going to nurture them. So I always thought was that I always thought that that was a very cool concept and something that again just really changed the way I thought about my own creative process and honoring my own ideas. Mhm. Just another example of her way with words. Um another reason we chose the book is that She has an entire section devoted to permission and giving each of us the permission to create. She dives really deep into how we've been creative beings for 40,000 something years. Like that's how far it dates back. 
And um, it's built into our DNA. Like genetically, we are programmed to create. It's just in the last century or so that we've started to box ourselves in to certain identifications and then only resonate with that identity and feel a lot of fear around stepping outside of our comfort zone, right? And so she gives us this beautiful permission slip and really dives into the whole concept of giving yourself permission to create. And the other thing that she does towards the end of this chapter, and don't worry, we're not giving it all away. We, we dive so deep into all of these concepts inside the book club challenge. Um, she gives us this refreshing perspective that Carly and I have adopted as our daily life mantra right now, which is it matters and it doesn't. So essentially, everything you do matters, right? What you put energy sweat, blood and blood and tears into it matters. But at the same time, it doesn't matter. Like if the link was messed up in our sales email today, it matters because we missed out. But at the same time, it doesn't matter. Like our world is not crumbling. Um, Carly is trying to launch a product with me, get married and move her life on a sailboat as well. And I think a lot, a lot, a lot of what's coming up for you recently is just anxiety around all the moving parts and pieces. And so I am constantly reminding Carl, like in all of our daily text messages, it matters and it doesn't, babe. Like it it does matter and it just so doesn't. You know, the big things like you walking down that aisle and looking at your husband-to-be is what matters. And if your jewelry or the picture frames that are supposed to be lining every single table of the venue aren't lined up perfectly, it doesn't matter. And so it's this refreshing concept that you want to be connected deeply to your creativity and life in general. But at the same time, we just have to let you go. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Allie's like been major therapy friend the past week as I've been sorting through all my anxieties and chaos of craziness. But such a good point. Um, The book continues on into this whole section about persistence, which you guys know means a lot to us. Allie, queen of the patience and discipline mantra over here. Um, But it but it's really important to remember this side of creativity. And it's a really it's a reason why we really want you guys to join this challenge, because it reminds you about uh, working hard and what to do when you're working hard. Our favorite thing that she talks about is money. And we won't go into the whole thing here, but essentially the concept is that you can't quit your day job and expect your creativity to pay the bills. Our creativity makes us rich just because it brings us joy. It's not up to us to give us any money. Now, listen, if we make money from it, that's just icing on the cake and then we can let it roll. But putting the financial pressures on our creativity to um, bring us income is unrealistic And uh, financial stress doesn't help anybody do anything. And we love this because we're all about working hard, being smart, keep your money in the bank, be independent, um, and just go about things a smart and disciplined way. And we just really think she touches on this big time in the persistent section of the book. So um, if you're struggling at all with persistence and um, staying focused, we really recommend you joining this challenge. I think it's really going to help you regain that uh, commitment to yourself. And lastly, she talks about trust. 
trusting the process, trusting the energy that's bigger than, bigger than you, and um, trusting your own curiosity. She has this really cool concept about how curiosity is greater than passion. So instead of that age-old question of what are you passionate about, which is like, I literally hate that question. I'm like, I don't know everything. Like right now I'm passionate about crystals. I'm passionate about like going outside. I'm passionate about eating. I mean, like, I just don't think it's a realistic question. And thank God neither does she. So she flips the question to what are you interested in? And then this concept of following your interests, which will lead to your passions, um, which eventually will lead to you creating. And so again, you know, if you find yourself in a place where you're having a hard time defining your passions, or maybe you don't, you know that there's something bigger for you or a bigger path that you feel that you're supposed to be on, but you're not exactly sure what it is or how to get there, we really recommend join the challenge, work through this book because it is going to take you through the steps to get to that place to get a clearer picture of what your future looks like, what creating looks like, and um, you're going to feel a lot more satisfied with your choices. Mm-hmm. Well said, sister. So that's pretty much the download on why we chose Big Magic um, and why we wanted you to be, you know, why we wanted you guys to be excited about joining it too. So let's talk about why we chose 30 days. Um, we think it's a realistic amount of time to finish one book. And trust us, we've been reading behind the scenes and it's really been working as well. You know, even with everything that's spinning out of control, we're still getting our books done, which hallelujah, Carl. Um, Also, I referenced at the beginning of the podcast episode that this is a free challenge. We're bringing you the entire experience for free because we want you to really get the big magic out of it. However, do know that it will transition into a paid membership community that you can be a part of, and we will read one book every month. And I think Carly and I will feel really, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Like when you achieve something really satisfied. satisfied. Yeah. We'll feel really satisfied and full if we can read 12 epic books next year. Um, fist pump right now. Carly's fist fist pumping (laughs) next to me, um, in her adorable French braid pigtails. But, um, yeah, like 12 deep self-help personal development type books is a lot to process. So we feel really good about reading one a month. So if you do join the challenge, what can you expect? Um, Of course, we want to deliver big magic and Liz will do it all on her own. And then we are just backing our girl up. But um, it's a fully guided and supported experience. So Carl, tell us more about it. Okay, so drum roll. All right. The book club starts on Monday, November 20th. So we think that gives gives you plenty of time to purchase the book. Um, you guys are going to be buying the books. Unfortunately, we can't buy all the big magic books and mail them out to you. <laughs> that I guess that would be cool. But you're going to buy the books. Listen, um, they are pretty inexpensive online. You, I looked today. You can buy a used copy on Amazon for $6.45. Or if you want to go all out and go for the prime uh, paperback version, you can get that for like $10.75. And we certainly think that this is definitely well worth a $10 investment. I would price it much higher than that. So you do have to buy the book. Okay, just disclaimer. We are also going to be assigning you guys what chapters to read and when. 
We're going to be doing this through a um, detailed calendar that is going to break down the entire month for you. So don't worry. You're never going to get lost. You're going to know where you need to be, where we need you to be so that we can read through this together. And then included with the free experience. So you buy the book. We tell you what to read and when. But we've also created these additional support activities to further break down the book's content and the message. So these include two detailed podcast conversations that each dive deep into the contents of the book. They're going to help you unpack some of the more complex messages that Liz is trying to teach us and help you better relate the content back to your daily life. We're also giving you two guided meditations that are so dreamy. And these are to help you embody the words on the pages so that you can articulate that big magic on a deeper level, right? So reading and listening to podcasts are one style of learning. Meditation is this deeper, innate like activation and feeling. And so meditation is so important for us to include so that you can get quiet and experience that stillness and really let the material sit in you and then let it kind of like radiate out from you. Um, versus just reading and listening, which are really common ways of learning. Um, we're also giving you four journal prompts. And I'll let Carl talk about the journal prompts because she's queen journaler and I'm like learning how to princess. journal. You're the princess. I'm the princess. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, you guys know how I feel about journaling, how we really both feel about journaling, but we're going to give you four journal prompts. So that's one journal prompt a week throughout the 30 days. And this is really your chance to explore how these concepts relate to your own life. And so you're able to then support, to sort them out and to sort out your feelings and emotions, breakthroughs and questions on paper. Um, We understand that journaling is so hard and it's so vulnerable. Like who wants to sit there with their most pent up shit, pain, insecurities, comparison, lack, all of those issues, and then flesh them out on paper? Like it's not easy and we completely understand that, but we are here to guide you through that process. We're going to give you really detailed topics. It's going to help you break it all down. And we're also here to push you out of that comfort zone and to help you grow. The only way you're going to really get something out of these 30 days is if you commit to evolving through the process. And a huge part of that is putting pen to paper and working through um, each of the topics that we're presenting. And they're all very well thought out and they're done – on purpose in order to help all of you guys grow. So they're really important. And lastly, what we're giving you is an exclusive private pop-up Facebook group. So first of all, what is a pop-up Facebook group? It will only exist to support this 30-day experience. Um, But essentially, it's a space for each of you to connect with your fellow readers or your fellow sisters It's a space to ask questions, explore topics in more detail, express your your emotions, (laughs) and grow together with like-minded women, right? People who are wanting to gather the same material and learnings that you do. Um, And also, of course, the women who are living their truth and daring to change. So when you sign up for the Book Club Challenge, you'll get a link to come join the group. And um, it'll exist for the entire journey of the next 30 days. Yes. Yes. We're super excited to connect with you guys in there. 
All right. So that's the goods. You know why we chose the book and you know what we are going to be gifting you with throughout this really transformative experience. So who is the book club challenge for? Anyone who wants to create big magic. Yeah. Ding, ding, ding. Cue the champagne popping <laughs> and like all the glitter guns exploding. Um, Can you tell we're kind of pent up? <laughs> I feel like we're so excited, nervous, excited, nervous. There's, There's a lot of vibes going pendulum on. Pendulum swing of emotions over here, guys. But who is it for, Carl? Okay. So the book club challenge, listen, it's for people who are so sick of the books that are just piling up and they're ready to finish a damn book, which is me and Allie. So we're with you on that. It's also for the women who are ready to cultivate me time, you know, to take some time out of their day every month to commit to themselves and to commit to growing. It's for women who want to understand the power of their own creativity and how they can channel it to find their true potential. It's also for the women who want to dance with inspiration, the women who want to connect with like-minded sisters and explore deep concepts together with a community. And finally, as Ali said in the beginning, it's for the women who are seeking their own big magic experience. <laughs> Sparkles everywhere. Sparkles, the whole shebang. So listen, we obviously made the book club for ourselves. And oftentimes in the JJ world, the Journey Junkie, community. I often create things for myself too, myself too, because I think when we can be really honest about where we're lacking in our own lives and then build a program around it, it means other women or other people are wanting that same exact experience too. So we've shared with you why we love reading, why we chose this book, what you can expect from the experience, and we hope you're so excited to come join the Truth and Dare Book Club Challenge. Um we're so honored, humbled, grateful, and excited to invite you into it. And we hope you come join us for this 30-day experience where the goal of it is to bring words to life through sisterhood. And of course, as always, the pillar of this entire conversation and movement to continue to live our truth and dare to change. So remember, you can sign up for the Truth and Dare Book Club Challenge on our website, truthanddaremovement.com. You can find it in in our Instagram profile. You can find it on our Facebook page. You can find it pretty much everywhere we are. The book club challenge link to sign up will be there too. Remember the challenge starts on Monday, November 20th, and we absolutely cannot wait to connect with you there. So we'll catch you next week, of course, for another conscious conversation. And for those of you who are joining, thank you so much for believing in yourselves and us. We'll catch you then. Bye. Bye.